What's going on guys? Zane here with Everything Vive. I want to welcome you back for another episode. I am back this time and uh, I'm here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? You did fantastic on that last intro. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're back though because I'm not, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not typically me having to start out those. I'm, I'm used to starting out the interviews by now, but just the, the random episodes. I think I had to listen back to, to some of your, your episodes and kind of all right, how does he start these things off oh, again? Oh, come on. I have, I have like the most generic. <laughs> Don't You should not model it off of me at all. Um, but I'm back. It feels great. Uh, we're kind of in the middle of a busy week here, so I apologize. This is uh, coming to you guys a day later than we uh, we said. I know Tuesdays are our episode days. And so, uh, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm moving basically and uh, excited about that. I'll have a little studio set up where uh, Ronnie, and I, Ronnie and I can talk shop. Uh, hopefully by next week or in the next two weeks. But um, until then, just lots of craziness. How, how's everything with you, man? Hey, it's 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 going well. I mean, I've just been, yeah, just just kind of chilling. And like I mentioned to Damon on the last episode, the weather here is starting to get a little nicer. Yep, it's yep. it's still a little bit up and down, but like with that, I think with the the weather starting to get better in Chicago, your spirits kind of get up. You start trying to be a little bit more productive and everything. So I've been. I've been yeah out and about getting lots of stuff done and obviously uh, getting you know more and more in, involved and active on the podcast. I'm trying to uh, you know become more active on on our Twitter yes, account yes. and all that sort of stuff. Actually, so. Ronnie has been killing it on our Twitter account. Uh, so we we just hadn't been focusing on it as much, but Ronnie has been manning that recently. So uh, if you guys are on Twitter and want to connect with us, it is at Everything Vive. And um, yeah, we're just uh, we're trying to be part of the conversation, be a part of uh, what's going on with VR on Twitter. And uh, it's great after, especially after you met all those folks at GDC. I feel like there's just a lot of cool stuff that they're sharing that we're able to kind of do a little 140 or 280 character limit comments on. And um, yeah, I'm yep. loving it, man. It's it's been yeah. really cool so far. Okay, jumping back in, we had a quick recording issue, but we're back in. And, I, and I, Ronnie, I say we just jump right into this week's topic, which is yeah. Ready Player One. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to watch it yet, we we actually wanted to talk about it like literally the week after it came out. But uh, it's been I wanted, one of those, yeah. Yeah, every I wanted, single time we've done an episode, we've been. Hey, should we talk about it this week? Yeah, eh, let's wait a little bit. Let's we wanted to give you guys digest. some time to watch, and and you know, like I know not everybody is uh, can get to the movies right away or whatever the case is. So we wanted to give some time out there, and not give spoilers or whatever. But this is your spoiler warning. Uh, we are going to mm -hmm. talk Ready Player One, and and not so much about it as a movie review, but as uh, as VR enthusiasts. Like I, I felt like you and I, or at least at least for me, I don't want to speak yeah. for you, but I, I would assume it's something similar. You know. I was watching through probably a different lens than most other people who went to the movie, right? Because we're kind of in this world. We like know what's happening in VR uh, just because we're paying attention, not because we're anybody special, but you know, we're paying yeah. attention. We're excited about it. So to kind of see it hit that mainstream and then also be able to see what, you know, and this is why I love sci-fi is because sci-fi just shows you, you know, people get super creative. They imagine what they want the future to be. And then scientists of modern day go and create it. Right. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you look at sci-fi shows from like 30, 40 years ago where they had, you know, people were doing video chat with one another back in the day when telegram was still an option to communicate. Uh, and you know, now it's just like, everybody's got FaceTime on their phone or Skype or whatever the case is. So it was cool for me to see that perspective um, of where, you know, someone saw VR in 2048. So like 30 years from now and, you know, with the right 
technology is progressing. I kept, I kept telling myself and people after the movie, I'm just like, I wouldn't be surprised if we're that far along in terms of like VR tech. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about like the state of the world and all that, but I'm just, you know, with, with, um, what home consumer VR will be in 30 years. I would not be surprised if if we're far off from that or maybe even past that. But I I mean, what are your initial thoughts in terms of like how it portrayed and got you excited about VR? You know, just initial thoughts. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, as far as, as far as VR and kind of what it was showing off there. Um, I, I mean, I, I definitely think it's, it's awesome that a mainstream movie is coming out that gets people excited for what VR, uh, can, and, and hopefully will do in the future. Um, you know, I had a lot of friends that, you know, around the, the launch of the movie were asking me questions about VR or, or kind of asking me what I thought about the movie. And, and you could definitely tell that it was creating buzz. So as far as, as far as that front's concerned, I think it was awesome to have, you know, something just like, you know, present and in, in the, in, in the mainstream media, uh, that, that was relevant to VR as, as far as like, I guess what they showed technology wise versus the potentials of what it might be like being in a more fully realized virtual world. I, I think I liked the representations of the virtual worlds more than I liked the technology stuff. And I, and I guess I'll, I'll explain that a little bit. Like as far as like when the characters were actually in VR, I thought that was amazing. Like I, I thought the fact that they kind of had their, their, their in-game avatars and were able to to feel things through haptics within the game and really be going in all of these environments. And obviously in the environments were like, you know, they were a little CG and everything, but I think that was kind of partially done intentionally to, to make you realize it was, you were in a game. But, but I, like, just a quick side note, I thought the CG yeah. was done really well, especially oh, when, yeah. it, when it interlaced it really with good. like the real world showing, but just just wanted to For comment sure. on that. Go ahead, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But so so like yeah, so all that stuff like being in the game, like being in those really unique environments and like like without giving too many spoilers. I mean from from the way that the oh, we, we gave a spoiler race, warning. So yeah, feel, we can so we can feel give free. spoilers. Yeah, so so I mean the the racing scene I thought was done awesomely. Um same thing with like the you know the 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 scene in the ballroom or the the club or whatever I, I'm trying to remember where they were you know floating over that yeah, big yeah. abyss that and, was really cool and then and then even even later later you know scenes in the in the movie where they were in VR where like they were reliving moments from The Shining and all of those different like that was one of the coolest <laughs> parts I thought in the movie yeah but like but like all of those ideas like having those types of environments in VR and being able being able to, you know, be in a movie that you you loved growing up with, or or being able to to really feel like you're part of the environment. I mean, we're getting that a little bit in VR right now, but I hope there's more and more experiences like that in the future. So, like those kind of things. I mean, it would be awesome. Like, not to get into too much uh, ter- territory as far as like a game talk, because I'm sure I uh, we'll talk about this, you know, later in the week or in the coming weeks. But like Arc Park, for example, is kind of kind of scratch that itch of Jurassic Park, but not in the way that I would want it to, like as far as just reliving the movie, right? Like, like, man, wouldn't it be yeah. cool if you could jump into VR and you're literally like experiencing what it would be like to be in some of the, the films that, that you grew up with. So like those kind of ideas, seeing those executed in Ready Player One, I thought was just a ton of fun, awesome, and super inspirational as far as, you know, what developers should kind of, you know, try for, I like, like saying as if that's an easy task, but you know, like 
somewhere in the future it'd be aw- it's awesome to inspire to aspire to to making you know creations and experiences that are on that kind of level so so like on that front i thought it was super awesome super inspirational um but then as far as the tech goes i thought it was kind of a combination between like the tech in the movie to be honest with me let me down a little bit just because i felt like it was kind of a combination of stuff we already have like with 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 headsets that are oftentimes too bulky and like they were, yeah, they were pared down somewhat and, but they were like kind of all over the place. So like, I couldn't like, like thinking back to the movie, I can't think of like one design that I was like, man, like I want that design as my VR headset, you know? And then like, and then I also thought it was a little bit strange how like, I mean, and this also might be best for the movie since we don't really know how all this stuff's going to shake up. But like, as far as like looking for locomotion solutions for future VR, you know, implementations like in this movie, you saw all kinds of implementations of different locomotions. Like, like you saw everything from omnidimensional treadmills, which I'll get to in a little bit. Cause, cause I think that one of the treadmills that was used in the movie is actually like a real product that's being developed. But like you have everything from that to like bungee, you know, setups where they're off the ground to like, situations where they're just moving around like a vibe situation to like just so many different methods of movement that were kind of showed in the game in the movie and to me like i i just didn't see any cohesion like i didn't and steven spielberg i mean he's he's a an adventure film kind of director right like he's not like a super suit like you one could argue a, a movie like Minority Report t- takes a lot of those details very seriously but like yeah yeah like as as far as like i feel like it was a little bit like you know, suspend your, your disbelief for a moment. Like, like we're not going to overthink about how VR works in this movie. We're going to kind of let all kinds of different VR and, and I haven't read the book, so, so I don't know how much leeway that gives them, but, but like, yeah, so it was just kind of all over the place with the tech side of things. And it, it would have been interesting to see like more of a futurist kind of look at like, like I said, like a minor, minority reporter or a movie like that, where, like my understanding from Minority Report was they really did try to like take a, a serious look at where they thought technology might be in the future and 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 try to try to try to show off like visual interfaces and stuff like that. Like, you know, they thought might actually be you know, like advertising. Yeah. Well, like it, in this movie I felt like it was like there was there was a lot going on. So like I'm sure like they did a lot of research. And they threw a lot of stuff out at the table, but like there wasn't one like cohesive, I thought, vision of what the technology would be like, you know? Yeah. And and just to quickly comment on that, uh, to call back to like, I think one of the first things that I had mentioned, I wonder if, if that's maybe because like, you know, the, the different lens that you and I were looking at it with, right? It's because yeah. we're already in the space. So when we see, you know, a vision of what that technology looks like. It's only people like us that are like, oh, what are the details? Like, how far are we from like getting a bungee system, right? Whereas like your casual moviegoer is going to be like, oh, VR, that's cool. And like, like you said, suspend their disbelief, like it's uh, or suspend belief, whatever the case is. Like for yeah, them, yeah. like that wasn't like an integral part of the movie. Whereas like as VR enthusiasts, like we go in and we're studying this because like we want to know how far away we are from getting those omnidirectional treadmills or that yeah, bungee yeah. system. And like when when can I install that in my apartment, right? Like that's we've been yeah. So and so we've that, been that's thinking what I, about all these problems. Yeah we've been thinking about all these problems like so much compared to your, <laughs> yeah, your average moviegoer 
doesn't think about any of those things, has no idea, like hasn't really thought about what probably it would even be like to solve for those kind of problems, let alone like what would the solution be? And, and yeah, like that, that's, I, I, like I mean, coming- let's, let's take it a step further. How many, you know, of, of the millions of people who watch this, how many of, the, of, of them do you think actually spent at least an hour inside an Oculus or Vive? I'm not talking about like yeah. other, you know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like in a, in, in no, a I, premium headset right now. So I feel like I it's, actually wonder like on that, on that question, I actually wonder like how many people saw this movie and either a thought that it was complete fiction or b like had any inkling. Like I wonder oh, how many people actually know, point. like that is a good know point. how close we are to some of this stuff and how far, how far away we are from other. Cause, cause there's some stuff in the, in the movie that I, I'd argue like we're doing really well already. I and mean, the, the, so- the like, software, man, like the software inside, I mean, we're not too far away. Like you, if you had like a, a company or like a developer that like really had the backing behind them to create a yeah, gigantic yeah. world, almost like Second Life or something, where it's just like you put that together. I mean, yeah, you'd have a lot no, of I, people who'd be spending time in there, right? And it's just like look at look at how you know all these other platforms have developed throughout the past. Uh, you know, I, I think we're just kind of waiting for someone to really implement that in in a large scale way and i mean obviously that i don't you can socialize pretty well in vr now exactly i mean it's not like it's not like you're gonna be seeing people's facial expressions and touching them and all that kind of stuff but like but yeah but i totally agree with you like some of the full body avatar implementations i was i wasn't thinking about that i was thinking more about like the world building but the tech for like facial expressions and things like that will come as you go along like full body tracking so yeah. Uh, no, but so all that stuff, like, yeah, so that's kind of where I was, like, like, as far as, like, I was kind of, ho- like, I think going into the movie without knowing anything about the book, without knowing anything about really the movie that much, but having a passion for the industry, I was going into it hoping that I would get to see a visionary kind of show us what what VR m- might be like in the future, and instead, I, I feel like I, I kind of got, I guess, what I should have expected more from like a Steven Spielberg, which is like, an like a fun adventure, like like, you know, action-packed kind of you know movie that's less worried about, I think, some of the technical details and more worried about like telling like an interesting story and yeah, it, it was. I mean, essentially, what it boils down to was a 21st century like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory story, right? Like that. That's, yeah, yeah. It was more so on the characters with the tech being like a commodity or like just a part of it rather than, you know? Yeah. Um, and the thing is like, and that's why I'm saying like, just, just for us to be somewhat cognizant of that, like, and the thing is I love oh, yeah. Spielberg and his movies. So I like, I just appreciate the fact that like, as a movie like this was able to come out and shine uh, somewhat of a spotlight on oh, VR. Yeah. But I think it's a fantastic no, ju- point yeah. that you brought up where like how many people watch this? And I would say it's a significant percentage. And by significant, I would say like, you know, 20, 30% or more of people who haven't tried like, you know, top line VR or realize just, oh, I'd, just I'd how far along like the tech 80%. is. Yeah. See, I, yeah. And I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to get too crazy with it, but I, I wouldn't disagree with that number. You know, I think, yeah. I think for a lot of people, it was just like, oh, this looks like a cool, like futuristic movie. Let's go check it out. Right. But like, you know, for, for us and for the folks that, that listen and are in this industry, it was, you know, we went into it with like a very different mindset of like, okay, 30 years. I think we can, I think we can beat that timeline <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no. And, and the other thing that was kind of like, like, I think it's interesting that like, like, I mean, to some extent, I mean, what this book came out before VR was really like mainstream the way it is I, I mean it's not mainstream really but like before 
it was a consumer product, I think, right? Like yeah, when I think it was like I, 2012. 2012, yeah. So like it was, it was really like barely. It was really as an industry. I mean, you, there were some examples of it that you could find at like you know, uh, like you know, like I don't know, the theme park type implementations and Sorry, that sort tw- of. Sorry, like, 2011. Just want to be 2011 accurate. But yeah. yeah, even earlier. Yeah, there, to your point. But, but yeah, there really like was no real idea that people would actually like in many ways i'm sure the book inspired people to actually get vr to where it is right now so like i'd be interested to kind of read the book just to see what how closely the take from the movie is compared to the book as far as like where they saw VR. because because i bet you yeah a lot of the stuff that we have now was partially inspired by some of the stuff that was talked about in that book but like, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I, so I have the book now. I just, just got it from my cousin. So I'm going to read it. And if you want to read it after me, yeah. definitely let me know. But, but, but I was going to say it like, like, like back then, since VR wasn't really a real thing when he, when the book was being written, like, I know that, that, that ready player one is really known to play up the nostalgia stuff a lot and play up like particularly like kind of nerd quote unquote nostalgia and like yeah, old video games and that sort of thing. And like, like on one hand that stuff is really cool and and i mean part of me when i was watching the movie was thinking man like this is probably the biggest budget like (laughs) video game quote-unquote movie that i'm ever gonna see like as far as i mean who knows like we say that now but like look what happened with all the marvel movies and like like i would have probably said the same thing 20 25 years ago (laughs) on those like but like yeah i mean seeing some of the like the racing sequences and like just like how many cameos of different characters and stuff from and, video games. That was cool. That's what made the racing sequence so awesome for me. Oh yeah. Just, just cause like I had to take a step back and like do like an out of body experience and analysis and just be like, wait, let me, let me realize what's happening here. And it was like all the different IP, right? Like King yeah. Kong back to the future. Like, you're never going to see that on one screen no. together interacting. <laughs> and it was just like, Speaking this, as I, a lawyer, like, yeah, as yeah I was exactly. Watching it. So again, like, like that was probably like, I would say that the amount of IP like in one world in mm -hmm. that movie was like more of a more, more like more unlikely than, than the technology of the VR. I I was reading that like only someone like uh, Spielberg has the clout to be able to pull that off. Right. So (laughs) I mean, I wish games were like that, you know, like I wish like I could drive whatever I wanted and in every single game that I play and be like, that's like the ideal, but yeah, that that's like a funny point to take away. It's like one of the, one of the things that is, is craziest about the movie and like least likely to happen is just like how many people were on board with this versus like what would happen in real life. (laughs) But like, but yeah, but like, I guess like my, and I'm like, I'm trying to put some of my weird thoughts into words, but like, Part of me was so like I I liked some of those references. Some of the references I thought were like a little bit too much. Like the adventure uh, Easter egg being like the final you know clue or whatever. Like some of that stuff was kind of like a little bit like too on the nose for me. But then also just the idea that like that they tied video games and VR so closely together to where like like. Like in some sense, like and, and maybe I guess that was just because the developer of the VR, you know, technology was really into video games and that's why you saw that a lot in this specific challenge. But like like on one hand they they tried to make it seem like VR was this all pervasive thing and that all people were 
you know, obsessed with VR in the future. But on the other hand, it seemed like like everyone we met that was in the virtual world were all like super fanboys that were obsessed with video games. And like we know, like in the real world now, like uh, there's like a sizable percentage of people that are into that kind of culture, like the kind of geek nerd culture, whatever you want to say, like video game stuff, yeah, like yeah. superheroes, all that. But like, but there's a lot of like other people too that aren't into that kind of stuff. And I'd like to think that eventually someday VR will be expansive enough to where like whether you're into that stuff or not, you'll be able to engage in some way in VR and AR and these types oh, of technologies. Yeah, 100%. Like, so, so I just, I just thought that was a little bit like as like like when you when you talk about eighty percent of the the market that's going to see the movie not having tried VR, they go into a movie like this and they leave kind of thinking, oh, that was cool, but like that's more geared towards like you know that a certain, certain type subculture, of right? Yeah, and and I just think that like that's a little, but like uh, you know beggars can't be choosers kind of thing. It's nice to have VR and and, and anything mainstream, but yeah, that, yeah, that's just like one that's just one like downside I can see of like of people learning about VR strictly in this fanboy kind of like highly like, you know, video game tinted lens. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree hundred percent. I mean, obviously in the real world that we live in, I, you know, there's yeah. so many people um, working on non-game related projects, which have been awesome. Like all the, all the people that we've come across, whether it's like medical or, or airspace yeah. or you, you, like, it's just, there's going to be a lot of practical things. So I, I, this whole conversation about ready player one, I was trying to gear it away from like the actual plot and stuff of the movie, yeah. because I mean, at the end of the day, like that's, that's just a story, right? A story can be commoditized. It can be set in any type of field or genre. Like I was just more curious about like the VR aspect, because if yeah. you do want to dive into it, a little bit more it's just like and, and I, i'm not calling this a plot hole i'm just saying that like my vision or at least what i see in the future of vr is like there won't be one oasis like there's room for so much mm-hmm. more right like yeah you can yeah. just tap into any oasis that you want um if you like i ideally right like if you if yeah. there are competing companies or whatever the case is like uh, you'd you'd have multiple different areas that people could jump into where like an oasis would wouldn't be like the only place that everybody goes to right like I, that to me that to me actually signals a very like centralized rather than decentralized future and, <laughs> and mean, I, I'm not trying to make it, a comment one way or another but I I just feel like <laughs> I just, I just feel I like was gonna, you, I was gonna go there but I won't since you steered away from it too <laughs> well I mean the thing is like I I yeah. I just feel like. There's there's a heavy move, and we're not going to get into like blockchain and all that, but like there's just a heavy movement towards like decentralization, sure. right? So yeah, um, yeah. And, and maybe maybe it is a centralized platform on a decentralized network. But now we're getting a little too technical and talking about stuff sure, that I don't sure. really know as much about to feel qualified talking about. But my point yeah. my point is that like you know when I when if we're talking about that specific aspect of the movie, I would assume that there would be like other quote unquote oasises or other places that people would be able to go into. Um, So yeah, I mean, for me, I was just, it was exciting to be like a fanboy of VR and a fanboy of like the eighties and nineties nostalgia that came from Mm -hmm. the movie. Um, You know, at the end of the day, the story's, the story's good. It's not like life changing, but uh, for me, like I would argue a lot of Spielberg movies, like I haven't seen a lot of his most recent, but like, yeah, he just, he's like a great, Ex, like he executes on exactly on yeah. his so like a lot of times his movies aren't super like like i said like jurassic park is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies of all time but the, the premise is pretty like 
it's pretty straightforward. And, then, you know? and the it thing is, like, it's not a knock. It doesn't have to be. You know, like, I, like yeah. Jurassic Park is a fantastic movie, and and Ready Player One is a fantastic movie too. You like, I, I'm not, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, the whole package, I think, is fantastic. It's, it's like an adventure movie that incorporates so many cool futuristic elements. And for us, like, one of the things that we're excited about is VR, and that's like been a hot topic for the last two years at this point, or probably even longer. Yeah. But at least you know, from a consumer standpoint. No, some of those scenes, like, like I said, like. Like, I mean, weeks outside, like weeks after I saw that movie, like still, still that race scene, like really stands out on my mind as like being one of the coolest things that I've seen in a movie in a while. Just as far as like how it was shot, how, how busy it was yet you could tell what was going on, how like, and, and also how interesting, like going backwards at the beginning of the race was <laughs> yeah. and as like kind of a final resolution to that problem like that whole sequence like as far as like if you if i were to put down what my favorite part of the movie was like that's probably my first my my favorite scene and probably my second scene was probably the 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 shining moment because i yeah. i just thought that was kind of cool no no but, absolutely i mean and the thing is when you were talking about like jurassic park earlier like can you imagine like if somebody put together like a, a vr clip or vr snippet of like like that, the what is it? The Jeep or SUVs in the rain scene with the T Rex? Like, yeah, just that's imagine, what I'm imagine like, just being like in the car, right? And like, I just, it would be so cool to re experience that. And a lot of that is based on nostalgia, but I think. As we've as we've seen with VR and as people who tried it know, like the the experience is so visceral, right? Like if I you're able to experience, yeah. yeah, if you're I, able to I experience want more stuff like that, cool experiences like that, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't probably don't think I'd sign up for the Shining one, but Jurassic Park would be pretty <laughs> cool, uh, and I'm sure yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of other movies where you know you'd be able to do that, and so. I don't know, man. I, I it, it has me excited overall. Like I'm, I'm glad you know the re- response was positive, and I hope that a lot of people will be discovering or exploring VR a little bit further. You know, especially for the people who like you know Samsung Gear VR. And this isn't a knock because I think it's important that Samsung Gear VR and like uh, Oculus Go. I, I feel like all that stuff should succeed because it's the stepping stone for people to get up to Oculus and Vive. Um, yeah. But I just hope that they realize it and because of this movie, understand that the technology is actually much further than, than uh, you know, they had anticipated. And like, you know, just for me, two years ago or, le- you know, a little under two years ago, I came to your place thinking Google Cardboard was, you know, the extent of VR. And then you showed yeah. me the Vive and, and changed my life completely. So here yeah. we are. <laughs> no, and it, and it, it's crazy. It's crazy that there's only so many like people that are still like, there are a lot of people that are still in that still have that mindset. Like if they're to try a vibe or a riff today, their minds are blown at, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize VR had came this far. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, so, so we just want things to continue to, to push forward. And, and that can only happen when people are interested and, and, and excited to work on these kind of problems. And I think, yeah, ready player one is like an awesome example of, of, of a movie that can get people excited about the possibilities of VR. And also, um, yeah, like <laughs> I, I'm actually super interested to see what ends up being on that Blu-ray when it, when the movie gets released, it would be amazing if they had like an in-depth making of documentary behind yeah, yeah. the kind of research they did to prepare for the movie, like what it was like, uh, like, you know, re- the current status of VR versus the book ready player one, like, you know, what it might have taken to get a lot of the IP rights to some of the set. Like, like honestly, like just whatever it took to make that movie, I think is really fascinating. So it's it's an achievement in and of itself that a movie like that was even was even made, I think. So 100 percent, man. 
Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this one up here. Uh, guys, let us know what your thoughts are. Now that we're a little bit more active on Twitter, uh, hit us up. Let us know what you thought of the movie, if you did, did get a chance to see it. Uh, let us know the your thoughts on the book as well. I mean, that's something that I'm going to read uh, very soon, and I'm sure, Ronnie, you'll, you'll probably get to it at some point. But uh, we definitely want to hear what you guys have to think. And, um, yeah, Ronnie, you got anything else? No, I think I think that's it. Like We have, a, hopefully, cross our fingers, an awesome guests lined up for next week i don't want to don't want to announce it too soon because we still have to work out the details but hopefully we'll have uh, a really awesome and timely interview coming up in the near future so yeah if not just next wanted week, to, then, the, then the week after but either way we will yeah. see you guys next tuesday so uh stay tuned and uh, we'll go from there ronnie have a good one man i'll talk to you guys soon all right you too bye